without saying a word. It's just like, what the fuck? I wish everyone listening to this could see us. Courtney and I are both sitting here in various states of undress. Right, I mean, we are, wearing, we are wearing clothing, but the bare amount. I and mean. Are they sweating? Have they just gotten out of the shower? Is it the I same? Mean, you know, I love the heat, so I'm not all the way angry because we've had a really rainy, weird July. We had like eight 90 degree days in June, and then like July was a shit show. And now August is, you know, started out kind of weird, but here we go, like a real New York August where it is 7,000 degrees. Outside. Well, no, it's it's the humidity, but then tomorrow. Right, but it's that's what be, makes it 7,000 oh, no, degrees. It's yeah, it's yeah. going to be eight in the 80s all week, so. Mm -hmm. So it'll be okay. Anyway, what, you know, but any, we can't her, control the weather. We can't we can, control the weather. We cannot control the weather, nor can we control Governor Suge Knight. Heard, um, heard, any, heard, heard any interesting news lately? <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. I heard a rumor that... Uh -huh. Oh, wait, no, I didn't hear the rumor. I saw his monkey ass resign on national television. And wait. it was the... <laughs> wait, and it was after the 45 minutes of his lawyer basically... Defending him. Right. everybody I, to shreds right. first. It was like Before the opening act to, and the right. main show. Right, the opening act basically got out there and trashed the main show. <laughs> and then the main show gave this like nine... I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck, are we going to have to listen to the one of these New York strong, here my my graphic mm -hmm. design thing and on and on and on and then all of a sudden it, his excuse his reason for well look he had to resign because he was going to be impeached and in new york's new york government unlike the federal government if you're impeached um you're out i mean you don't get to that's it there's you're done so if he was impeached he might have lost his pension but he definitely would not uh, be able to run for office again. But his excuse for resigning, for those of you who've been under a rock, our, our governor, well, he's, first off, he's under investigation for killing people during the pandemic. Um, but all right, there's all sorts of insanity going on here for killing people under the pandemic. But then, um, but that's a whole nother thing. But, um, you know, for sexual, credible, numerous cases of sexual uh, abuse, uh, sexual harassment, not abuse necessarily. But his excuse was, I don't know if you saw his, his excuse basically was, hey, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know there was a line. And now that I know there was a line, I didn't know that I was crossing it. I'm Italian. Did I mention I'm an old school Italian guy? I, and I got daughters. Oh. Fox TV, Fox News had the best headline. They really did. It was across the screen. It said, I'm not perverted. I'm yeah. Italian. <laughs> Right. Yeah. What's, what's, what's Bill O'Reilly's excuse? Yeah. Well, well, he's out and try. He and Trump have a an arena tour that's evidently not selling any tickets the way not they thought bad. that they were going to sell tickets. Well, I mean, you know, so we're we're kind of making light of what Cuomo. I mean, look, 
people outside of New York, in some ways, this is a very inside the beltway kind of thing, because we're New Yorkers, he's been our governor. People who live in Idaho don't, they know who he is, but don't really give a fuck who he is in many ways. I mean, to be perfectly, you know, to be, you know, I don't care who the fucking governor of Idaho is and they yeah. shouldn't care about us. You know, the interesting thing about the whole thing is it just shows you that he had really no allies even in his own party. And it was like, not, once, not once he, once he gave, you know, his enemies an inch to strike, boy, did they strike and they stroke struck furiously hard and they got him and you know and he's really mad about it and he's sitting back saying it's a political hit job and you know all of these things but ultimately at the end of the day it's like new york we've we've come through the last six years in politics have been hell i don't want to go through a fucking new york impeachment just let him quit and let's move on well, I, I just want to take uh, uh, exception to what you said. It was a political hit job, and he got it. He did this to himself. Yes, but I said that is what he is saying. That's no. That he sat on TV and said this is a political no, hit job. No, but what I want you know to I mean? because I've been seeing people saying. Oh, and I, I will say this, and let me just say this as a man, though, because I think that there's just no winning if you're a man, right? Because it's like, what can you say to defend yourself? I think everybody does have the right to defend themselves, right? Courtney, Courtney, come on. You're, Amy, you're, you're not one of those, Courtney, no, he, I'm, he I'm, stuck I'm, his hand up a woman's shirt. He specifically, I, I'm, I'm, he specifically I'm, asked for an unqualified female. Well, she uh, said, age. she said that, and he is saying I, that never happened. Only two well, people were there, right? So, and my no, there were witnesses. There were witnesses for him putting his hand up her shirt. For him, I, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me. I've let you speak. Let me. Let me say this because I think it is important. Like, as a man, we do always listen. I, I absolutely believe, believe women. I want that believe people, right? But this whole thing where we have to believe somebody that we don't know blindly also can be a problem. Listen, I'm a man. So that means somebody can make the accusation against me and I have no recourse to defend myself. You have a son, you know, if somebody just says, you know, your kid and somebody said, whatever, like, who do you believe? I, you can't see because I feel like a lot of times we do believe people blindly. Now I'm not saying that anybody lied in this case, but I, I am noticing lately that, we've become to this place where the accusations are enough to ruin somebody. And as a man, what is your recourse? And you know, one person, he is vehemently denying that, he, that this happened. She's saying it did happen. There's so not who, a she, so, there's 11 she's. There is 11 she's, but I also, okay, well, you know, this is a conversation that I no, don't but know. It really, I have well, to tell you that mm -hmm. it's, there's 11 women. This is why women don't come forward. There are 11 women. There was a hundred, and 75, uh, like a, a, a multiple hundred page report by, by multiple prosecutors with multiple witnesses. I mean, he didn't deny it happened. He's saying, oh, well, I didn't know there was a lie. No, there are, no, see, this is where you're wrong but, because no, he, there I, are certain things, very specific things that he is denying. And you're making a general statement. Now, I'm not taking a defense on him, but I feel like you can't just gloss over there are certain things he's like, I didn't realize this was the line. And there are other very specific things that everybody, yes, I'm not defending him. Don't make that face. Hear what I'm saying. There are, there are specific incidents where you're saying that did not happen. And there were only two people in the room. 
You know what I mean? And he's saying that. So I'm just saying as a man, like you have to, I I'm with you, Amy, but I'm not a woman. So there are times as a man, it shouldn't matter. I am, but I noticed, and I know you cannot deny this, that there have been lately that the accusation is enough on the man's side where we don't have a recourse to defend ourselves. Because no matter what you say as a man, it almost seems like, you looked at as a dick for whatever your response is. I, and like, this isn't in a, in a defense of Cuomo, but I'm really afraid of that because I am a man. So that means there could be an accusation levied against me from say years ago or whatever. And what is my recourse? Because this well, person- Well, if you're not, if you're not, a, I, all right, Courtney, we're gonna have to agree to because I, this is a longstanding pattern with him. He ran, he ran a-, a uh, Yes, but admission. you're missing the part. I'm talking about a general statement. I'm not, I said, this is not about Cuomo. I'm talking about as a man, when accusations are levied against you, what is your recourse? Especially if it's something that somebody is saying happened years ago. And we do have a tendency, because I do, I believe people. When somebody comes out and says something happened to me, I believe them. But I also feel like on the male side, what is your recourse to defend yourself? If don't, be out, a, don't, be, don't be a criminal. But not every man criminal. is a criminal. That's I'm not saying I'm that. Saying. I can't. All right, tell me somebody who has been credibly accused of something with multiple witnesses and no, an no, it doesn't. It can take one. Aziz and Zari, that whole situation. That, all right, you're mixing apples and oranges here. No, see, okay, that's I'm sorry. Bullshit. He was accused of something, and it tried. They tried to. It almost ruined his career. That is not apples and oranges. All right, we're talking about something. I think of a much more serious nature. He was accused of like a sexual assault crime. What do you mean? This, what was Can I, I? We were. I think what we're we're talking about. There are always going to be. I don't like when you're dismissive I, like that. That's bullshit. No, I'm not no, dismissive. No, that there absolutely always, was. That's always not. Been, al- you cannot ask me to name one and then shit no, on I, it and I, be no, like I'm that's not, apples and I, I agree that the Aziz Azari case was an aberration and incorrect. But what I am trying, what I, what I want to say, but the say, result was the same. It was damaging for him. Okay. What I want to say though mm-hmm. is that I think the severity of these charges. I think the fact that Cuomo was in a position of power, uh, unique to his position of power, I think the fact that he asked for this investigation, I think that he is a political animal. I think the fact that he used feminism and he wrote the very laws, he is accused of breaking. So for him to be so disingenuous and be like, oh, I didn't know you could, I didn't know there was like, he is not a stupid man. He has sister a sister he has daughters oh no he, he has all girls listen i'm not defending cuomo say and i feel like you you're, you're coming at me like i'm defending no him. i'm not saying you're because i'm not cuomo. defending him i, I just, just as as a man like there is a side to this where i look and say wow how do you defend yourself against something if you're saying it didn't happen Someone else is saying it did happen well, it's your this work. happened would you say that this is the situation like with the kevin spacey case Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So as long as it's a, uh, all right. Yeah. All right. It is hard if it's a, he said, he said, she said, she said, he said, she said, my, my position with this though, is that it was not, he said, she said, it was, she said, he said, he said, he said, he said, she said, True, there but, was the the thing that, but the thing that I worry about is there is power in knowing that the accusation is well, enough. he'll survive. Well, I'm not talking about just for him. That's what I'm oh. saying. It's power. There's a power in knowing that the accusation is enough to derail somebody's shit. 
right. Well, not I everybody mean, tells the truth. Not even all women. I'm not saying in this case. I'm not saying these women. Are, I'm just saying. Excuse me. Not everyone tells the truth all the time, and people do understand the power of saying something can really ruin someone's career. And just as a man, I get worried about like what is our recourse to fight for something if you're like this did not happen. Now the Cuomo thing, you know, to me. He just, I mean, this is wrong, but he looks like he did it. He just, he has he that, he yeah. has that, he has that energy. When I'm watching him talk, I'm just like, sir, sir. It's like the same I talk to people who used to say to me about, argue with me about Bill Cosby. And I would say, you know, guys, guys, we, I, I, I've been hearing rumors about this man for years, years, like weird shit, right? Okay, whatever. But I'm like, this many women can't be lying. And when you guys try to act like, like, what is this syndicate where everybody's getting together with this plot to bring someone down? And I'm like, they didn't bring him down at his hottest. They brought him down when he was 900 and they didn't even bring him down. Because serious, he's back out doing this thing, right? But yeah. I do believe that, you know, he can plan a comedy tour. He can do whatever. Because suddenly he doesn't seem so blind and he's ready to work and he's not the old man anymore. But people will always look at him like as an abuser toward women, right? And, and, as and, they should. You know what I mean? So, and, and, I don't, and I don't mean to, I just, and I don't mean to argue with you. It just it gets in my crawl a little bit because I'm tired of men behaving badly. And then I think that for some men, some men are just assholes and dicks and they get, can get sucked into that behaving badly. I don't know. It's just, it's all, it's all I don't bad. think we should have blinds. Listen, I don't think we should have um, ad hoc, um, ad hominem statements about anybody. Right. Not all men are dicks. Not right. all women are to be believed. Right. In this particular yeah. case, there are too many credible witnesses and too many, and there's say, too much I, of an investigation. I really love feminist soapbox, Amy. It makes me very happy. Well, then they, and I like love, it. I like it. And I like it. I like it. I like it. And then we get into our fights about it. I love it. It's so much fun. No, it's, it's, it's you know, because <laughs> you no. fight for the women and I'm not mad at that. You're like, no, no fuck I, I that. Mean, you're like, listen, fuck and I know, that. I know you're an ally, Courtney. <laughs> right, and I, yes. and part of this is theater in some ways, but yeah. I really, I, I think that it's just, you know, my issues with Cuomo politically aside, mm -hmm. he had, he, you cannot conduct, and the, look, there's too many credible witnesses. You don't, yeah. you don't, he didn't fight this. He left. No. He's guilty. Yeah. I mean, that's it. If you're really innocent, you fight. I mean, that really is true. I mean, even fucking Ted Except, Bundy, you know what? Yeah. even Ted Bundy put up a defense. Right. You but, know? You know, but the thing yes. with Cuomo is, I think he realized really early on because he was he such has a no dick. Friends. He had no friends. No so friends. it's like you gotta fight. You can fight when you've got some people also behind you. Like we're we're behind you. No. His fight, he was like, I'm fighting. It was like crickets on the left, crickets right. on the right. On the and right. then it turns out, oh, you're one of those people that keeps a hostile work environment. I I've had, listen, I've had really tough bosses, but they were good bosses, right? Tough and hostile are two and, totally and different And then things. I've had kind of hostile people. And yeah. that's like a cancer in a company that really can- oh. well, Especially when it's the government. And it makes everything really hard to do your fucking job. And it sounds like you right. made it really hard for people to do their job. Right. So. We love Marrow. Now, speaking of toxic work environments, finally, Courtney can get some sleep. He's been up every night going, wow, Brittany, 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 Brittany. I mean, listen, here's my thing. 
Britney, Britney, Britney. Let me just say this. You made me care about Britney. Right, I made you care you about. I made you. I have pulled it out. I'm like, but Amy, let's talk about. You're like, oh God, do we have to? I'm like, yes, because today, let me tell you what happened. You're like. You can say something about that. <laughs> oh, yay, Brittany. No, I so, actually do care. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's bigger than her. It's a bigger than her. Now, case. when I watch her videos, I'm like, well, it's clearly a little some therapy could help, I'm sure. Okay, there's something there. But I'm like, fuck, I'm a complete weirdo freak, so who am I to talk about somebody? But her father has finally said in court papers that he is willing to step down as her conservator, the head of her conservator eventually for, after a peaceful transfer of power, which is seen as a victory for Brittany. I, you know, I hope that she keeps aspects of this conservatorship in place to protect her money, which is part she said she did not mind. She right. just wanted some looser stuff on her life. And I do think she could be a little vulnerable to people because now everybody's going to see this as like a hot sun and, you know, people like to get around the hot sun. Right. So, I just want, and I think you and I have had this conversation before. We've seen men be really off their rock and crazy, but we've never seen anybody come in and say, and swoop in and take over your shit. I do feel like her (laughs) father saved her at a time when she really needed to be saved. But I felt like he needed to come in and be a temporary moment in that, not 13 years. You already can't be 40. And you're still like yeah, I you mean, know, telling her how much money she could spend this week. I, I mean, not to be, I, and I'm not making light of mental illness, but come yeah. on. She was not fucking a raving lunatic on the street. Right. I mean, I don't see anybody acting as a conservative for Shia LaBeouf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or right, or right. Charlie Sheen. Right. Or any of the other people who have exhibited extremely criminal and if the behavior. truth of the matter is, if she goes broke, then she goes broke. People go broke. That's yeah, the money. Yeah, people go like, broke. That, it's like, if she wants to spend her money and she spends it and it's gone, people do that and it's fucked up and they find a way to survive. Yeah. You think, know what so I mean? I am, yeah, I am glad in the sense of the global sense that nobody should be held against their will psychologically or financially. Um, you know, she, whatever issues we have, we're not privy to them, but I think we can just see that she is, grown past it the father does not sound like you know it look it this is where mental health professionals and financial professionals you should her father had no qualifications to do that other than a broken condom and getting her getting the mother pregnant basically Mm -hmm. and then i mean and and all of these men are leave they leave so angry i mean even his 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 answer to you know the the battle was the first part was just like ripping apart her mother (laughs) Just well, like, that, like, because the cash cow is like kicking them it's out, right, you know? It's just the all of these, everybody, they behave badly and then they're mad when it's well, over. They're just mad, yeah. mad, 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 But mad. I am, I mean, you know, my joking around about Britney, I, I, I am glad in the sense that it speaks to a larger issue. And for every Britney Spears who has a mouthpiece and has the media's attention, there, there, there are still girls huh. being forced into marriage globally. Yeah. There is still, uh, you know, trafficking. Um, there is, you know, there's all sorts of stuff going on. So I am glad that she will have some modicum of freedom. I wish she would exhibit her willing, her wanting of freedom in another way besides posing topless on Instagram. I don't understand what that has to do with being free, but that's just me. 
But and I it's like, and if you're paid for those tits, you might as well show is, them off. And if you're gonna do it, it's like good pictures. Can, can good we just pictures. get some better hair extensions? You got a oh, lot of money. God, get really. a better and like Thank I mean, you. I'm Thank clumsy you. as fuck, but I feel like I could get my eyeliner yeah, a little yeah. more beautifully yeah. on yeah. my eye than that moment. Yeah. It's like yeah. if you look like a raccoon that just came from an orgy, it's not the best. A rac- and with that image of raccoons having sex, would that be muskrat love? Honey, muskrat motherfucking love. Talking about freedom. I'm like, uh, yeah. free- I'm like, freedom? How about a little bit of Sephora right here? Yeah. So- My idea of freedom is not walking around looking like that. But I digress. <laughs> um, you wanted to talk a little bit about, speaking of breastuses and eye makeup, your your personal Jesus, Lizzo and personal Jesus Cardi B, or our personal Jesus, uh, the new no. single. Okay, whenever Courtney, okay, note to self, whenever Courtney starts a sentence with, uh, <laughs> nothing then, good, is, then, nothing good know, is gonna come. <laughs> with that, so. um, well. Can I just say, I like Lizzo. Yeah. And I felt like she took she took too long in between projects. I think these new artists, it's like, hi guys, you want to know why certain people are who they are? It was back to back to back. Like you got to really establish it. And so she's dropped her new single, but I don't know if it, I've just seen her too fucking much not doing music. But I'm kind of sick of seeing her. And this is the launch of her new record, and I'm already sick of seeing her. I'm like, you've been so in my face with no music, no nothing. So every everything has been this and that. I like er- everything. Then now you drop this song, which you know it's the put Cardi B on it. It's called Rumors. I think I it's boring. I, I think the song bo- is like it's I think not it's, a good song. Right? I think it's boring as fuck. It's a okay, boring song, right? Maybe it's not for me, even though I'm a gay and the gays love Lizzo. No, it's but, not a it's not a good song. But, I'm a straight. I'm a straight and I don't like it. But I song. gotta tell you, there's something about she's been so in my face since the the, the last record. I was really happy for that success that I feel it's overkill. And now when it's time to launch this record, my energy is like, I don't wanna see. You. <laughs> Was that terrible? Was that terrible? Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, you know, let, let's 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 look at the timing. It drops the third week or the second week in August, and you know, I mean, nobody's paying attention anyway. Right. But I, I like Lizzo. I get it. Sometimes I feel like she's making like empowerment music for Pilates classes. You know, it gets a little like, <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of skinny white girls going, yeah, she's fat. That's so great. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I think you're missing the message here, Karen. Right. But, right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's an underwhelming song. It's kind of an underwhelming video. And I don't, Lizzo has to come to me with a little bit more than I'm beautiful. I I don't look like the standard pinup girl. We've got that. You've established that, the body positive. We have that, if that's only going to be your lane for the next two albums, then I'm bored with you already because you have to start doing something besides saying, look at me, my ass is hanging out, and ha, 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 I'm beautiful. I just feel like, you know, if you're coming out late summer when it's super hot, everybody's on vacation, 
this is when you're supposed to come with the bump. You know what I mean? Yep. It needs to be like a, uh, uh, let's, right. that's, I'd shake your ass a little bit. It's, it's summer, it's hot, we've been cooped up, it's a pandemic. And I, I don't know these, just, it's just, uh, it's underwhelming. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not doing it. It's, as the kids say, it's not doing it for me. It's mm-hmm. not, she, yeah, it's not doing, but we just, you know, lead off singers are sometimes just the one to catch your attention and it's a flashy video and we'll see what's next. But so far, we give it two thumbs down. Mm-hmm. I give it, I I don't even know. I would just say I give it a, it's all right. I wouldn't even it's say okay. it down. It's just, I nah. heard it once and I was like, I don't need to hear this again. No, I don't. I don't and you know, and I understand that Cardi B's the hot moment, but it's like, let's put Cardi on every record. It's like, Cardi, just make one of your better songs. Cause your song's always better by yourself. So just go make one of your songs. Yeah. And then have a pe- somebody feature on your record. Cause you keep coming with the bumps that everybody likes. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of bumps, I mean, she is having a baby soon. So, mm. you know, I do love the fact that, um, and the artist you're going to talk about certainly help. I, oh, I hate the word that I have to use normalize women being pregnant because there's nothing abnormal about being pregnant. No, but back then, like, but nobody, saying, she was on stage pregnant and, you right. know, doing yeah. Buffalo stands. We're talking about, we're talking about, uh, Nana, we're going to talk about, but I do love the fact that Cardi B is just, you know, there looking, looking, you know, Another blow for feminism and for failed birth control. Yay, failed birth control. <laughs> Yay. So speaking of that, like, you know, I've been digging through my old records because nothing new has really been turning me out. And um, <clears throat> I friggin' pulled up my Nana Cherry, Nana Cherry Man album, uh. which is just such an amazing, amazing record that I don't believe got a real release. Never released domestically. Never released in the United States. Which Only is really country. Cr- which Only is country. really crazy because Homebrew was such a big critics record in the U.S. Everybody loved that album. And Man is, just, you know, came, what is it, like four years later? And it's just... Man came in 1999. 96. I have. Uh, I just remember that I picked it up actually when I was in Sweden doing uh-huh. a story, uh-huh. and you know it's always better to get the European version for some mm-hmm. reason because it looks. But you couldn't get it in the United States. Yeah, mine is the European version. I got it. Got uh, I'm it looking right. Oh my god, they make, the, they make this. They make this print so. I, I just pulled it up. Strong. 1996. Homebrew wow. is 92, and this is 96. Wow. And let me just say, it is such a good Perfect. album. It has seven seconds, so that might be the song people know. But yeah, that. here, but really, Woman and Feel It. It has oh. her version of Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man and Coochie Coo and no, everything. And her song, her song with Tricky together now, which is just, I mean, it's just a really solid, 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 solid piece of work. I love the videos from that album. I love that period. That's when her hair was kind of shorter and she had the ombre-ness going on and it's really fierce music that she never you know that she's performed in europe during shows but the times that she's come here she hasn't performed any of those shows in the- um didn't we when we saw her didn't she do hornbeam didn't she do what hornbeam the song hornbeam 
Didn't she do no. when we saw she didn't do it? No, she didn't. Um, she did. She did the new album. She did the new album. And then she and did, did Buffalo Sands. And then Sands. And, and one other thing, wasn't it? Wasn't it like in a city? Maybe one of them that she changed. Yeah, up. but she definitely did. Yeah, Buffalo but she definitely. No, did I Buffalo think it's Sands. a great record. And it and it's and it definitely cements her her status, her, her, her real, her actual status as sort of the, 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 the mother of trip hop, because this is the record where you kind of feel that vibe maybe more than the other. Yeah. Homebrew to me is one of my favorite. Talk about a record that was like, even with the single, which had some MTV play, I think homebrew homebrew is just one of those records that every should be in everybody's catalog. Absolutely. She has, she has, she made three. Well, she's never made a bad record. To That's me, true. But, but those first but three as, albums, man, they were firing on all, all cylinders. Raw like sushi into homebrew into mad. It's just like, bam, 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 and bam, bam, home runs. What we love, you know, there's many things we love about, but what is the, the common thread behind, I think the artists that both you and I love and most people love is that you know it's them, but it never sounds the same album. Right. So you know it's them. You can feel her integrity. Yep. There is there are radio friendly hits on a all lot of radio three friendly of those yep. records. Yes, there are. But Even you know the one, US is fucked up with the whole radio. Well, situation. seven seconds yeah. was an international number Worldwide one hit, hit. everywhere. And it was except everywhere except for here. Nominated right. for a Grammy here, but it didn't get the, the no. here. And again, thank you to Bill and the guys at Peace Biscuit for my birthday. They sent me the 30th anniversary yeah, I saw. deluxe vinyl edition of Raw Like Sushi. And, you know, I, it's just chock full of goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 she's so underrated in the U.S., man. But people love her here. Though. She's the fan base that she has. And yeah. I couldn't believe when I went to see her, did you go both shows with us? You came both shows. No, right? I went to the um, no, I went well, the to one the, in Brooklyn. The one, the one in, Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. The very first one when when I went with Bill when she came, and I think was that Irving where? And it was no, like, it was like no, some was, it high, was it was it was it the Highline Highline? No, huh? no, where, no, where it was, was like the tiny first little, one? Oh my god, right, right, where? Williamsburg. It was at uh, National Sawdust. No, that was the second one. I'm talking about the that was her second New York show. Bill and I went to see oh, her. Oh, the first one. I for, don't for, for blank for for what's the album? Blank, blank, blank project. Project, blank, blank, blank project. And um, that was at the Highline Ballroom, and that was her first New York show. I was so like, well, solo show. She. Had I was like, I was like, I was like, you'd never done a, a a show here. I couldn't believe that. I mean, you well, know, that's, she just yeah, because of the. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's she was supposed to, and then she got. But she, she lived here. Remember, she lived here for yeah. years. She was know? supposed to be do Lilith Fair, and then she mm. got Lyme disease, and then mm. you know there was no in some many, in many ways she is one of those artists who can sustain herself being an artist overseas. She you know she had kids, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Yeah. But no, she's great. It was a great great. That was a great show. You know, an absolutely great show so in the know, middle and in, in the, the mid middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> So then it was such a good show. Oh, so and she was right there. It was so good. Um, so I guess some guy had like a flood and all of his records got fucked up. Like all the covers are fucked up. So I, he brought them over to the record shop and they just threw them all in a dollar bin. So of course I found a bunch of shit that I've been looking for. And like, you know, I'm going to still have to look for them because the covers are fucked up, but all of the actual vinyl is perfect. Fine. So for my friend Stephanie, I found uh, Vanity's first album, Wild Animal. I found the Vanity Six album on vinyl, perfect vinyl, covers fucked up. And for me, I found the Taste of Honey's album that has Sukiyaki on it. 
you know, I was already in here up there doing my full sukiyaki moment. You couldn't tell me I wasn't singing to the top of my lungs beautifully. And <laughs> you couldn't tell them they were no. singing. <laughs> were, were they one of those groups that were lip syncing? Were they? No, were they, they won. Oh, they remember, they won. They won. This is, you know, they, people always say the curse of the best new artist. They won the best new artist Grammy that year for the album Boogie. No, I know. I was just wondering. I didn't know whether. No, no, they no. Were they're real. No, those women, real musicians, writers, okay. producers, very underrated, actually. Great vocals, yeah. great arrangements, all that. But I found Vanity's second album, which by all records is kind of a terrible album. It's produced by Skip Drinkwater and it's called Skin on Skin, but I fucking love it it i love i don't know i just love vanity to me vanity was the queen and still is the queen of the prince universe yeah there's been a lot of you know proteges or whatever but to me vanity is it was and is the number one and this is a tragic figure yes yeah, right? she is she is the tragic figure you know and it's like the tragic beauty you know who just her whole life just waiting on it, had everything going for her, and then it just went in another direction. But Under the Influence, which was written by Robbie Neville, is still a great song. I just love it. Made me happy. Matthew Rolston did the photography. She looks beautiful. And it's just, I've been looking for this record for a long time. So I'm mad to have a fucked up cover, because the cover is gorgeous, right. but glad to actually have the music. You know, because well, ultimately Yay. the music is what, what it comes down to. All right, so we have decided we are going to be taking a break because that's we're Americans and we mm -hmm. can do that. And we have not taken one in oh the two God. years since the no. show started. Through pandemic, through everything, we kept going. So oh after this God. show, we're going to take a, it'll be like two weeks and we'll come yeah. back, you know. <laughs> Dental surgery. I've come in here the day right, you know after having saying. dental surgery. You've come in with blinding headaches. You know you just like, it's been... drop your ass up. <laughs> sing out, Louise. You know, sing, sing out, out. Louise. It's, it's very, <laughs> fucking very, do it. We so, have pulled it out our asses for you kids. Oh, my God. And court, yeah. And so, plus, this will give you time to catch up. Because I know there's some of you guys, thank you, who listen to the show as soon as it comes out. And then I have other friends who are always like, I'm too behind, and they hit me when they as they're catching up. So this will give you time to catch up, us time to catch, to catch a breath up. and catch oh up. God. Have yeah. a little bit into the summer before Amy has to go back in the classroom. You know what I mean? Okay, so go, go quotes when you say uh, classroom, uh, please. I'm so far, it's all <laughs> virtual. Um, so if there's something that, if there are several things that Courtney and I, we love music, we love churros, and we love Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, in fact, it's funny, yesterday uh, I was on the Facebooks and somebody posted some sort of snarky comment about the, uh, uh, our friend Jill Derryberry, mm -hmm. Super One fan, who is a huge Pet Shop Boys fan, mm -hmm. like us, posted a song and somebody chimed in and then I chimed in because she tagged me and I went, I'm sorry, this is sublime on every level. And the other guy said, why is it that the first time I've heard from Amy Linden is in some impassioned defense of the Pet Shop Boys? Like, I haven't seen you in, like, a year, and suddenly, whoop! You know, Except like, when you just popped up on my television on that Whitney Houston uh, ABC even, special. Uh, I was like, I know her. <laughs> I actually had a former student. A former student. Oh, my God, Professor! All in caps. I'm like, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. But anyway, so we love Pet Shop Boys. And I think one of the 
biggest misnomers or, or misunder mis the wrong concepts about the Pet Shop Boys is that they basically only have three years of hits and then disappeared off the face of the earth. They or didn't maybe not disappeared off the face of the earth, but don't have any sort of consistent relevance. They um, they tour the United States fairly regularly. They will be back. They were obviously stopped because of the pandemic. They tour throughout Europe, sell out major venues. They have received Brit awards. They are revered by everybody from the Killers to I mean, go down the list. They are a hugely influential um, duo group and. Everybody says, oh, Pet Shop Boys, West End Girls. Now, West End Girls is, if they had stopped there, that would have been fine. But they are they are more, they are not the Kaja Gugu of Simpop, okay? They are more than West End Girls. So I we wanted to look at, because, and this drives Courtney nuts, but I've seen him in concert four times. And I will Ugh. tell you, I know, here he is, he's going nuts again. Um, I, I've fucking seen everybody. How I know, have I, I not seen Pet Shop? I no, fucking I have shocked. seen everybody. No, I've seen Nina Simone for Christ's sake. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, if you've seen Nina Simone and you couldn't finagle <laughs> Pet Shop Boys, I just, yeah, I know. Um, but four and I, and I times. I four. And you've seen Sugar Babes. I mean, come on. Well, that's something <laughs> that only you and I care about. <laughs> That's a that's our little secret. That's like me knowing who Malene Farmer is. You were like, oh shit, maybe this is the white girl from. <laughs> I have to take back everything I ever said about her. But um, and I will go. To, I will tell you that I have seen a lot of concerts and Pet Shop Boys, all four of their shows, but especially the show in support of behavior. Finish one of the finest shows I've ever seen. I mean, we, they, were, we were supposed to see them this September. They were, they well, were supposed well, to be no, here because of the pandemic. And that was pushed a whole another year. 20, yeah. yeah, 2022. They're, mm -hmm. they're and it was to supposed Barclays. to be last year, then it was this year. Yeah, Yeah. Barclays. well, you know, the damn, that fake pandemic, that mm -hmm. pandemic. So can, um, I, can I just say this? Then I am taking up for an album that I think is misunderstood in their catalog okay. that people need to come back and really, really get into. And that's Elysium. Oh, I, Elys I have that down on my list. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Elysium is one of their best works because that to me shows you, like when you said Sublime, that shows you that they really write songs. They're songwriters. Because this is the album that does not have the big over-the-top dance floor bangers that we are used to from them. But the songs are beautiful. I think that Leaving yeah. is one of their best singles ever. Were I they working with Stuart Price at this no, point? No, no, this, is, and this, uh, the, uh, this album is Andrew, what's Andrew's last name? It is Andrew Dawson, who okay. worked with Kanye on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh. And this is the album that they, that they recorded, one of the first ones that they recorded in L.A. Okay. And so that's why you notice that sound. You know, everybody has that California record in their oeuvre, right? Because right. Uh, they worked with Stuart Price on Electric, and I believe a lot of that was recorded in, in Stuart's home studio in L.A., and that definitely is a return to their big dance, right. dance floor sound. But this is a more quiet record with great songs, 
and, and songs like your early stuff and breathing space and give it a go and memory of the future. It's just a really great album that was overlooked in the United States. You know what I mean? And I really do think people should go back and listen to them because Neil and Chris are great song structurists, producers and writers. They write and this, phenomenal songs. And this is an album where you get to really hear their lyrics and their melodies and see that they are bigger than what you think in those dance tunes. And even though those dance tunes that they make are, they've always been on the cutting edge of dance. They really yeah. have. I love, I just love them. That and then the album that came after that, release of two oh, albums. That's on my list. That's on my list. That's on my list. That's what I, I love that album because that's I like their, that's like their, folk, that's like their folk that, rock that's album. Their, that's their guitar album. Because Johnny Marr is yeah. all, Johnny Marr has played with them in the, you know, Johnny Marr, the, the only reason to really care about the Smiths, if you're going to be honest, because he's, the architect of the Smiths, but Johnny right. Marr has been playing on their records for years and he's on release and he's, I get along and home and dry. These are really beautiful songs. And yep. these are songs I've never understood why no one has done a Pet Shop Boys covers album. I because mean, they're brilliant songs. Brilliant take, the, songs. take the dance element out of it, which you shouldn't because behavior, which is, I, I think, sort of their- Being boring Being is, boring, come on, come on. To me, their top song. It's yeah, the it top is. one. Because behavior was this beautiful middle ground between the club and the pop dance stuff and the songwriting stuff. Yep, absolutely. And, and Being Boring is just an October symphony. Oh, God. Well, I love Release too. I put that down, too. And the other two albums I sort of- there's, there's a series of albums, because they did consistently put out records, because whenever I say, oh, Petra, I said, they've been consistently putting out records. They just don't tour a lot in the United States. They are big tours. I love Yes. Um, oh, my God. Yes. 2009, is. with beautiful people and all and over love, the world. And love, et cetera. That's my song. Yeah. I yeah. love Yes. Yes I is also a great. Love but let, yes, I, but you, yes to me had a, a more of a commercial appeal because totally. love etc love etc was a hit and it gave them more that's a great album that's all over the road i also love that great, all their albums great. have one word titles yeah <laughs> i also uh release yeah i thought that electric which is now when they're getting more into i love boshi i love that song it's like uh, this weird song and i know you you I love vocal i know it's a hit yeah but i love vocal you, too mm -hmm. yeah but it just it sweeps you up they they like you know i hate using the word intelligent dance music because it mm -hmm. implies that you're stupid if you're out on the dance floor which you're well i mean it doesn't matter but they are i think pound for pound with the exception of sparks during their dance music phase and sparks is a direct uh influence on pet shop boys you know what I else i love their 96 album bilingual Oh bilingual. yeah, well, bilingual. Yeah. Well, Domino Dancing was a big hit, right? I mean, yeah, but that, that's no Domino Dancing's not on that album. Bilingual is bilingual is uh, uh, La Vida says, Oh, I love that's the album they did and, in Brazil and, and Discoteca and right. I'm single bilingual, right? And before and Red Letter Day, that's a great, great. Yeah, though great, no, they're great, just a great, wonderful. They're just a great record. They're consistent and um, so consistent. I've, so consistent. I've, I've been, I have been, including the late, what, what was the last album? Hotspot? Fabulous album. Uh, Love Hotspot them. Hotspot is a great record, which came out like literally five seconds before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They have something out now. They have the, uh, the soundtrack or the music for their version of My Beautiful Laundrette. 
Yeah, the for the uh, the broad stage the, the stage, stage, the stage show. show. Yeah, and it's um you know it's uh it, it shows a lot of different influences. There's some uh, Bollywood kind of Bangra influences on it, and and they are just consist. They're just nice guys. They're good guys. I just love them. I and, and we just love them. And so you know. If your if your knowledge of Pet Shop Boys sort of ends at Domino Dancing, there's nothing wrong with that because those are all great records. But, but push a little it, further. There's so much good push, stuff. There's push so, a little further. And if, and if you I want to twirl, go to their Nightlife album. Ooh, uh, that has great I production. By, I saw that tour. I saw that tour too. I'm going to push you down a flight of stairs. No, no don't you do did that. not. I live in, I live in you, an elevator you building. Got to, <laughs> you got to hear them do. I don't know what I want, but I, I can't. I don't know I what, saw, what you I want, saw, but I can't. Give it I can't to you. Yeah, like, yeah, oh my, they have I, great so titles bad. too. Uh, great, I saw the the behavior. Wait, and when they say New York City, boy, yeah, so, oh, so I saw. Man. All right, so I toured the tour for behavior. Uh -huh. I saw the nightlife tour. Uh -huh. I saw some other tour. I don't remember what it was, but as I have said before, it convinced my then on again, off again boyfriend that I am mm. really seriously a fucking genius because mm -hmm. I had to drag him to that show, and he was like, "Oh my god, they're amazing." Who knew that they had. A stage show, and then I saw the the show, the Inner Sanctum show, the one. No, no, I show the show uh, in support of Electric. <gasps> I think, or maybe tour. it was a little bit later, where Rufus Wainwright got up in the middle of the show to go get a cocktail at the Beacon and missed like half of the show, and I was like, "You are not a good gay." I am mm. taking you. And that's what another thing I love about the show. Mm. Their audiences, you've got like the Guidos from Staten mm -hmm. Island, like grooving out with the disco. You mm -hmm. have the Chelsea boys. Mm -hmm. You have the alternative kids. Mm -hmm. You have everybody. And you know who else loves the Pet Shop Boys? And I always see him at our show, our personal god, Jim Farber. Oh, hey, Jim Farber. Hey, Jim Farber. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell him that we love him so mm -hmm. much. We really do. It's, a, it's an obsession only you and I can have. All right. Can I just say this? Please. Um, Beyonce is on the cover of Harper's Bazaar, and she's announced that new music is coming. And I don't usually get a bunch excited. You know, working with her for all of those years, it was like, okay, I, you know, hearing the music. But now being so far removed from, you know, working with her and, you know, doing really hardcore industry stuff, I'm kind of excited to see what she's going to come. Because if I know her... It's going to be really good, and she's going to come with some up-tempo party shit because everybody's been cooped in, in the house and the way she's talking. I feel like she's about to give us some really good shit. Yeah, I mean, what you're, what you're saying about Beyonce is true. Look, she, she's bared her soul basically for, for the last two albums. And, I mean, with Lem and it's how much more can she – I mean, this is it. We have seen her statement of purpose – we have been privy to her her internal life. That you, if you keep doing that album after album, then you just become like, okay, what lessons have you learned here, lady? You know, right, like right, and, and right. the the fourth, the she has a much more uh, cohesive family presentation now. So, and I think she's going to do a dance record because on a cynical level, she, a hit record would really be, you know, that's the stuff that sells for her. Yes. And also because that's kind of the vibe right now, right? I mean, women are making dance music records. I mean, you know, she's not competing with Dua Lipa because they're very different artists. She's not competing with Jesse Ware, but she could do a Jesse Ware style record. She's got the vocals. She's got the production. She's got, I mean, meaning she is due, get the album out before Adele puts out an album and overshadows you 
for good, bad, or indifferent. And yeah, I think you're completely right. I think she's, if she's, she's a very smart artist. She is, she's not going to come no. out unless she's mm -mm. got something to say. And she's going to be 40 next month. I think she's going coming out to say, I'm a strong woman. I'm in yeah. my 40s and I'm just getting started. You know yeah, what I no, mean? She, I think I think it's going to be a declarative statement kind of yeah, big no. record for the whole world. I know? think it has to yeah. be. I think otherwise, otherwise she's got such a great catalog. I mean, again, she's obviously doing something. She doesn't do a lot of press. She's on the cover of, of Harper's Bizarre. Shout out to Yvette and Shore for always guiding her in an amazing way but the point is that yeah she's a go big or go home kind of person mm -hmm. even when she goes small she right. goes big so, and on that note guys listen we're gonna go we're gonna go big <laughs> and go home we're gonna take a little <laughs> two-week vacation Yay. but you know what to do while we're not here you need to check out our network pantheon podcast network there's okay. so many music shows scripted unscripted catch up with us if you're new to the show hey there's a whole start at the beginning jump in the middle we got a bunch of shows that 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 you probably haven't heard yet for our people who've been here since day one thank you thank, thank you, you for supporting us we love you um and we'll still be active on our socials right so you can hit us yeah, on yeah. ig at I'm going to let you finish in Y on Twitter finish I'm a, on Facebook at I'm going to let you finish all one word and um yeah, listen, it's been great. It's summer. We're exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And stay safe. Listen, everybody, once stay again, real. stay safe. Please, Please stay, stay safe. safe. You know, wear your mask, go to the beach, have some fun, and uh, we'll see you at the beginning see of you September. See you in September. Bye. Right. Bye, everybody. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.